Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccemmet.org. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn to Philippians chapter 3 this morning, joyfully forgetting. Now, now most of us come to Christ and we can say, well, you know, I... I used to be a drug addict or or I used to be a partier or I used to live for myself and for wealth and for for seeking pleasure. I used to live for, you know, maybe maybe I used to sleep around or maybe I was a homosexual or maybe I was a whatever. You know, we have these testimonies where we talk about where we came from and, and it all comes down to, but Jesus sought me out. Jesus pursued me and Jesus saved me. And when we receive Christ, there's an interesting thing that happens that we're transformed into this new creature. But there are other people, and I think probably very rarely do you hear that testimony of, I used to be religious. I grew up with the Bible. I thought I was better than everyone else. I grew up in church, and I I knew God from the time I was little, I thought. And I went on mission trips, and I served the Lord only to realize that I was kind of piling up my accomplishments and everything that I had done as if I had some credit toward God. As if I were somehow saved by association with my parents being born into the church and, and then living a, a Christian life from the time I was little. And now I realize that that was all nothing. That I have to count it as dung. That I have to count it all loss. So that I might come humbly before the cross of Jesus Christ and say, no, it's not because I've been a good Christian all my life. It's because what Jesus did for me on the cross and I'm wretched. Now, it's not a very common testimony. In fact, not very many people share that testimony, but one guy did, Jonathan Wesley. And John was, uh, was a guy who was an Anglican preacher raised in the church and gone, gone to seminary and he was sent out to the Americas to convert the heathen. You know, it was, it was a you know, frontier and he was going to go out into the Indian villages and he was going to teach these people about Jesus. And he did. And he wrote on, on the ship home, he says, I've gone to convert the heathen, but who will convert me? He was aware that there was something missing inside, even though he was a minister. There was something missing inside and it wasn't until he was walking down the road in England, I think it was in Bristol or somewhere, And he was coming past this window and he was hearing a Moravian preacher. There was a revival happening amongst the Moravians, but he was hearing a Moravian preacher preach the gospel. And he said his heart was changed. And he says, I was strangely warmed. And there was this moment where this religious man found out that I don't, I'm not saved because I was born into it. I'm not saved because I went to seminary. I'm saved Because Jesus died on the cross for my sins. And then God would start to use John Wesley mightily to do wonderful things. It's rare because oftentimes that person, like Paul, doesn't think that they need to be saved. 
They think by virtue of the fact that they were raised in it, that they know it, that they've, they've learned it all their lives, that they don't need Jesus. And, and that is a huge lie. And, and I think that that's probably one of the biggest barriers to truth. The biggest barrier to truth is to think that we already have it. To think that somehow by my accomplishments, God is accepting me. And that is never the case. Remember, we read that last week, that our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. We're just trying to cover up wickedness inside when truly every single one of us needs to come to repentance. Even the person raised in church needs to come to a place of repentance and a true understanding of the knowledge of Jesus Christ who died on the cross for their sins, who was buried and rose from the grave conquering sin and death. Not one of us gets in another way. He is the way, the truth, and life. As he said, no one comes to the Father except through Jesus. And so Paul says here in Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, not that I have already attained. Now he says, I've counted everything done. I, I've, I've sought for Christ. And, but he, he says this, not that I've already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. I want you to notice something here. This is very different than what Paul said in verses 4 through 6 when he describes everything that he was, all of his accomplishments. And he'd given all that up for Christ, but now he's saying, I haven't attained. I'm not perfected. He has a long way to go. But lack of perfection was not going to stop him. Notice he, he says this several times in this passage, for pressing forward. Pressing on. It's not going to stop him from moving forward. And laying hold of Christ who had laid hold of him. Now, after I got some saved, I spent some time in a holiness denomination. And I, you know, I, I can't blanket the whole thing because, you know, and actually it's interesting because, you know, Wesleys were the ones who started the holiness denomination. But they, they're kind of crept in this, this idea amongst the holiness churches that Wesleyan churches specifically and, and many churches that branch off of Wesleyan churches. But there's this idea that there is a point in your life where you get saved, you know, you go forward to get saved. And, and I remember the first time I really even heard this doctrine was at a church camp. And, you know, there's always a little extra fervor at church camps, right? And I'm a kid. I'm like, well, I was 18. And, and I'm sitting there at this church camp and this pastor's preaching and he's preaching, you know, you came down to get saved. And now if you're saved, you need to come down and get sanctified, sanctified. And, and the idea and what he was saying is if you're truly sanctified, truly, truly sanctified, you'll never sin again. And I'm sitting there as this young man who's just zealous for the Lord. And I'm like, I want that. I want, I want what he's saying, you know. And, and I remember coming up and going forward and wanting to be sanctified. Well, guess what? Paul must not have got sanctified. Because Paul, I mean, of course, he's not a camp preacher. He's just an apostle. But Paul didn't know anything of this lack of, of perfection doctrine. I mean, lack of sin doctrine, this, this perfection doctrine. He, he understood, I've not yet attained. I haven't been yet perfected. But he didn't use that as a roadblock. He saw it as an opportunity to press on. He, he didn't say, he didn't come to this place like, Oh, I've arrived. You know, just come and touch my clothes now. I'm, I'm perfect. You know, just come and look at me as an example. No, he's like, I see progress that needs to be made in my life. I see things that still need to be done. I still see that God still has a calling on my life. And so I'm pressing forward 
to attain to what I was laid hold of for. He wanted to spend and be, be, he wanted to spend his life and be spent for the purpose God had for his life. Think about that for a moment. Is there a greater life than that for any of us? To live the life that God has called you to live. For me, it means I want to be the best I can be for what the Lord has called me for and, and to hear his voice and to continue to follow him and to move forward in the direction in which he has called me. Paul was satisfied in Jesus. He was enough, but he was hungry to do what the Lord wanted him to do. And that would never, it was never satisfy his life. He would continue to press forward, continue to move forward, continue to do what he felt like the Lord wanted him to do. We have to remember that we're in a race. That we're in a race. And, and that the race isn't going to stop just because we stop. That people are going to keep going. That people are still going to run. And we need to run too. And, and realize that we are in a race. That, that there are stakes involved. There are stakes involved in your life and in my life. There are stakes involved. That, that if we decide to live for ourselves, that we're not going to be living for the life that the Lord wants us to live. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16, remember what Paul said. He says, redeeming the time for the days are evil. Newton, NIV kind of puts it in a, in a way that almost seems flippant, but he, he says, make the most of opportun every opportunity in the NIV version. But, but it's true. To not waste the time, to realize that the days are evil and that we need to make the most of every opportunity that God has given us. And certainly that's what Paul was saying here. He's saying, I am making the most of every opportunity. I'm trying to lay hold of those things which Christ has laid hold of me for. He says, verse 13, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. This is, this is the third time he says, I'm not there yet. I'm still moving forward. I'm still racing. I'm not yet apprehended, but one thing I do. Now, when, when I read that, just thinking of this letter and thinking of Paul and who he was, at this point, he's been saved for 25 years, radically saved, on fire from the moment he was saved. He spent 10 years, you know, learning and growing and, and spending time with Jesus. And, and then the last 15 years, he's been going, you know, like a ball of fire, just planting churches and, and going from place to place and sharing the gospel and, and you know, just living for Jesus. And, and here he tells us now, this is the one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, Call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.